Welcome to Bridging Two Worlds podcast with me, your host, George the Medium. We will cover all things spiritual, psychic, healing, aliens, paranormal, and more. The aim of this podcast is to stand out from the rest in telling the truth, coming at these topics from a personal angle and discussing many aspects that people don't speak of or know of in these particular fields. Enjoy and Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Bridging Two Worlds podcast with me, your host George the Medium. Again everyone, thank you so so much for your support, your wonderful feedback, all the comments, it has just been wonderful. I started this podcast in a way just to have us tell our story and to help people be inspired by that. And it's just grown in a way that I never expected. So thank you so much uh, for, for all of your wonderful support. So I'm super excited because I have someone that I absolutely love and admire. Um, she is a powerhouse in the spiritual community. Um, please welcome everybody, Colby Rebel. Hi, Colby. Oh, hi, George. How are you? I'm good, darling. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's so good to see you. You too. The last time we chatted, we were gabbing away and amongst internet connection and I was traveling, <laughs> you were working. So thank you so much for doing this. It means the world to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited that you uh, have this podcast too, just to share with so many people around the world. Thank you. Um, okay, yeah. I'm going to get straight into it because I want people to know exactly who you are. So I'm going to run off a few things and then you can fill in the bits that are, are needing uh, extras or whatever. So Kobe is a number one best-selling Amazon author. She is a business coach, and I mean she's a kick-ass business coach. So if you <laughs> want to know someone that is teaching, mentoring, and making sure that we are producing the mediums of today for tomorrow this girl is your, is your gal. Also, she is a wonderful medium. And the people that I know that have mentioned Colby and the things I've seen online and people that have spoke to me about Colby is the warmth and the messages that people receive from that evidence. So that's even more wonderful when you have fellow colleagues saying, oh my goodness. Uh, she is a tutor beyond more than, than anyone else that, that is out there because what she's doing is she's helping people push themselves beyond what they can even expect. And that's just phenomenal. And she gets to work with phenomenal um, other mentors and tutors around the world also. Also, Kobe has a radio show, so people call in and there's messages given live on air. And also, one of the things that I love is coffee with Kobe. I don't often <laughs> catch it live, but I catch it on the replay. And um, it's just a wonderful chat. And it's really, the one thing I love, Kobe, about coffee with Kobe is the inspirational side. Like, you're telling your own stories and experiences. And again, we're all relating to that. So, okay, so if I missed anything out, <laughs> no, I think you got it. Thank you so much. That's mm. wonderful. So you're welcome. But let's tell everybody, how did you end up here? What was the what was the beginning? Because you didn't start being a medium like when you were five kind of thing or and then into business that way. You were doing like something completely different, right? Yeah. So it, it started out with me. A uh, long, long time ago, I used to do fitness modeling and I was a professional wrestler long time ago. And wow. then I, I was done. Like I felt like I had accomplished all of those goals. 
So then I became a tax accountant. So I was doing taxes mm -hmm. and helping people build their business and understanding. But I think like many of us, George, uh, there was a calling, there's a nudge. I always say it's the nudge, the mm -hmm. nudge of spirit yep. that, that there's something more or that maybe we're not living our purpose or stepping into it. And so I really started to explore what, what did that mean? What did that look like? Because career wise, I had a great career. It was well-paying, you know, a lot of uh, success. And, and I thought, well, I should be grateful for this. But again, even though I was grateful, I think there was this nudge. There was just this knowingness. And as I really dove in deeper, I started to realize that I wanted to just really connect to people and then their loved ones on the other side. I was always doing it. I think as most mediums, we are doing it. We just don't realize we're doing it. Um, <laughs> yep. Or in my case, you know, I just thought everybody was talking to spirit. So as I really started to explore and do it, um, it was overwhelming, I think, for many of us. I, there's a lot of fear when you decide to do this professionally, especially if you're coming from a successful career and giving all of that up. I think there's a lot of fear, trepidation, you know, wh why, why me? Um, but you realize that when you're meant to serve, that um, it's not about you. It's not about me. It is about being of service. And I had to listen and I'm so grateful I did because, you know, one of the things that inspires me most, most about working with students is to push them beyond where they think they can go because we will limit ourselves if given the opportunity, won't we? Oh gosh. And, you know, or we'll go slower. We will have blocks. We'll self-sabotage. I mean, all of us have done it. Mm. So I know all the tricks in the bag. So <laughs> I love helping students push through it. I've seen students, you know, really create stress in their life, create illness within themselves, all because of the fear, the, the blocks, the fear, the worry. And when we take those steps, right, George, you know this too, yeah. is when we start to take those steps and we start to become more comfortable with it, it becomes less scary and it yeah. becomes uh, easier for us to do. So then that's when you got to just continuously challenge yourself. So there is something that like so many people are going to listen to this and, and really be inspired by that, but then still have that fear. So do you feel, and, and like, so let's look at you, like you had this like phenomenal career. You obviously they work yeah. in the tax uh, industry. Like there's obviously a big well-paying job as you were saying. And then to like give all of that up, all of that safety, that monthly paycheck, that, you know, that guarantee to then become a, a full-time working medium. Like what was, did you just know because of that feeling that you then, I suppose, I know what the answer is, you trusted in the spirit because you know they had their back, you, their back, you, they had your back, excuse me. Yeah, what happened is I was, and many of us uh, may experience this, but I was experiencing um, extreme worry, extreme stress, and extreme not knowing, is this right, not right, what am I doing? Mm. And 
I was I was going to have a breakdown if I didn't do something. And so I remember being in my office one day, my accounting office, and I just thought, you know, I cannot do this anymore. Spirit, I am going to stop fighting you. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to do this. And when you decide you no longer want me to be of service, you pull me out. I have to stop pulling myself out first. And it literally was that that changed everything. From that moment forward, I just trusted spirit, no matter what happened, no matter where it led. Um, the finances took a nosedive. I mean, how can they not? How do you yeah. go from six figures to starting a business? But I tried to do it as smartly as I could. So, you know, my recommendation for anybody who's looking to take their own leap of faith, as I like to say, you know, it doesn't have to be that you quit your job and just start this, right? Cre create a little bit of a transition. So yeah. what I did is I reached out to an old manager that I had had who had started his own firm. And I said, could you use someone part-time? And he's like, oh, Colby, absolutely. So I started to work for him. So I went full-time to, I think, three or four days a week. And I worked for him. And then those other three days, I was building my business, building my clientele, working really hard. And then as I started to have enough clients and enough sustainability, then I let go of that supporting job. And so it's been 10 years now that I've been serving spirit and it's been incredible and amazing. And, you know, spirit's going to test you too. Mm. I, I, also want to share with people because some people they really want to do this right and so they start making progress they start kind of putting themselves out there but then they get discouraged either the clients aren't coming running at them yep. or opportunities aren't presenting themselves perhaps there's some challenges like we said maybe your family and friends don't agree your life starts to morph into something mm. you don't even recognize but I believe, you know, that is just spirit, like really testing you, making sure you're committed. Like, Hey, yep. they, they want the best of the best, right? They, Amen. You know? And, and so I feel like it's how committed are you? How committed are you to being of service? And, yep. and I felt like I was so extraordinarily committed. In fact, I was willing not even any romantic life for me, just nothing. Everything was about service and which has been incredible and phenomenal. But, you know, as you do this, you start to see these gifts that spirit gives you, whether, you know, it's something that you've longed for that you didn't think you could have, whether that be a material thing, a romantic yeah. thing, a relationship in any way, you will see that, there is an exchange of energy oh, and, yeah. and spirit does give back. And, and it's really an extraordinary feeling, especially when we deliver a message, as you know, and you can see there's a sense of peace that it brings someone or a sense of connection that it brings someone. So, you know, spirit allows us to help heal and allows us to help transform and change and yeah. inspire and motivate and, and what a blessing that is, isn't oh, it? Oh, gosh, yeah. And to look at, just I'll bet you said a second ago about 
looking and, and working on that and building that. I, I try to say to students or anyone that, that asks, I know in the UK there's like a lot of spiritual churches and centres and sanctuaries where we can demonstrate regularly outside of events. And people will ask me these questions of like, you know, how do you, how do you get to, how can you build that? And I say, so yeah. look at it this way, the spirit world see or everyone on the earth is a light bulb and mediums are lighthouses. So they, they know that those brighter connections, we can work and some people shine brighter, but a lighthouse needs tended to, you have to maintain it. There's maintenance involved. There's looking after the, the lighthouse for it to shine bright. Or the other way I try to describe it is every single person on the world can make sound from their mouth. Every one of us can make sound, okay? But we all don't make sound like Whitney Houston. And even yeah. Whitney Houston to tour the world would have trained and worked and rested. And so from what you were saying about working on yourself and helping students identify those moments, it's probably the biggest blessing that we get to have one is as tutors but also as mediums because like you say we get we are healers with our words and i often think that when we we get to those moments when we have students realizing from themselves how blessed they can be with the, this if they can take away the ego and the fame and all that stuff and they focus on the healing of that mother who needs to hear from her son mm -hmm. i mean i mean we couldn't ask for more and like you say, the spirit will then give us the gifts that we need, whether it be physical, romantic, you know, you've got your center. I've just opened yeah. the center. So, oh, okay. so I've just opened the center. I had an office in Glasgow for five years, decided to open. I, I took the big risk, you know, like going from COVID, coming to the where my business died online, like everything just stopped, like most of us. Then it was like buying a house. Then my office was like, oh, I need to do more. And then taking the chance for the center and like said to Spirit, okay, if you want me to do this, show me. And I don't ever ask them for anything. I'm just like, I'm just, I know you'll show me what I need. The next morning, all these things in the same day. And I was like, okay, I get it. I, I get, I'm doing the right thing. So for you, what was the, how has this affected you? Like, how's it affected Colby beyond the, 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 the medium and the person? Who, when it affected you, this, this, this blessing, like, how did that feel when you really looked and said, oh, I'm doing this? Yeah, well, funny you say that. I would say to my best friend all the time, we've been best friends for over 30 years, and she was just my first and biggest supporter and still is today. Mm. And I would say to her, I would say to her, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Like, and she said, you are doing this, you are doing this. Yeah. And so that was just always that, that reminder. But I feel like for me, I feel like my life feels like it has so much meaning and that's thanks to spirit, you know? And, and I do feel like I'm living my purpose. And, mm. you know, like you said, could, could I do more in terms of, social media or putting things out there or you know but but I just want to be in alignment and happy and I want each and every experience my client has or my student has to to make a difference and so I just focus on being of service and anything else is just kind of um I guess a little a little sweet cream on, on the mm. pie 
but it's uh, it really has changed my life in understanding what's really important. You know, it, some people strive for success, but maybe for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And and does it make them feel fulfilled? You know, could you have the most beautiful big house? Yes, but if it's empty and lonely, are you feeling fulfilled? Absolutely. Or if you're checking in at your job and you know you're not happy, but you're too afraid to leave it, you know, how are you going to reflect on your life? How You don't get a second chance at this particular physical experience, right? So I feel like, you know, when I go for the hikes or I'm talking to spirit or I'm delivering the messages or making those connections or, you know, just seeing my students, see them with their own podcasts these days and see them shine and see them build their own successful businesses, seeing them like have this space where they're more confident. And that to me is just so empowering, enriching and it makes me feel extremely humble that yeah. I get this like little piece um, in their lives or anyone's life. But, you know, it's all about just one piece at a time, I guess, just building. Do you, do you ever, so I do this, I'm really guilty of this. And I, I know the people like you and I and, and other people who really are kind of working the business part of it, as well as mm-hmm. being the, you know, we, <laughs> At the end of it, you know, we're the medium who's in service, but we're creating all these, you know, like you're saying, social media and business courses and training and having a center and writing a book and doing a podcast and all of these things. And and so do you ever do something and then check yourself later because you didn't appreciate the moment? Because I know I do. Like I will have an experience and I, it's an, something I wanted to achieve and I didn't stop like the center, getting the center together, getting all the furniture and everything ready, planning courses. And I only stopped on Sunday there and I looked and I've only had the keys for like six weeks, but so much has happened in it already. And it was Sunday I looked and I thought, I haven't really stopped to take in this moment to like look at where I am, not just the center, but everything because I'm constantly striving for the next because right. I'm, I'm that person. Like I'm, I'm so driven that I will, okay, I've had that, you know, what's next where do you, have you found the, 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 the moments where you, you've been able to stop? I do. I feel like I really work very hard at being mindful and present because again, I think, remember for me, it was spirit. If you don't want me to do this, you take me out. So I'm mm. constantly going, okay, am I showing up today for work? Did, the, did mm-hmm. I get fired today? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I think for me, I work hard. You know, I, I do find sometimes, you know, because I'm just about how can I create this or be of service here? So in that way, like you said, you know, sometimes I don't, if they're accolades, uh, I don't like to use that word really, but some people will say, oh my goodness, like you've got these three best-selling books and, yeah. um, y- you know, and yeah, there are a lot, it's a lot of work to write a book, my goodness. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't really think about it. I don't go, oh yeah. I mean, I feel like if there's anything that I'm, I'm most grateful for that I feel to be such a blessing is that, you know, I've had some phenomenal, very, very, very successful, legendary mediums 
that I've had the privilege of working side by side or serving yeah. side by side. And that to me, you know, is a bit like, you know, I think of the, the Colby that was in the accounting office about to go crazy thinking, my goodness, can I do this? And to sit there and be side by side with some of the most incredible mediums of our time. Yeah. And to be able to deliver messages with them alongside them or to be able to help a student. Yeah. I mean, it's those experiences that I find to be so, so grateful for without a doubt. Like, and it's, you know, yeah. Sorry, no, I'm just going to say, and it's the stopping and checking yourself to say, you know, it's, it is that hard work and it's, it's not where you're like, you're stroking your own ego. It's just the, holy goodness. No, you've been on stage with yeah. Mavis, you know, you've been, you, you've worked with Lisa, yeah. you know, like you, you've, you've been just with these people. And, and I know you've done the the, 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 the mentorship stuff with Lisa as well. And, and just looking at, cause from the outside, like, you know, we're obviously the opposite side of the pond and, you know, I, I love to keep up to date and follow what people are doing in a sense of support, even if it's just a like or a share or whatever, but you know, your, your whole package is, it looks amazing because what you present to the world is really clean, really easy to follow. And, and it's, it's polished. Um, but then when you talk on coffee with Colby, there is the real person. Be, so you don't look like you're the mystified glamour that you're a real person, you know, on the ski range, living our best life <laughs> saying, I'm so thankful. And you're still showing up for people. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of people who just don't care. They don't reply. They're not interested. They read your messages. You know, even like that, you 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 got back to me straight away about this. And that shows the real person in you. And I think that in a world with all of these mediums, there's, there's there's some of that is now being lost. And I think that is where we appreciate the moments. What's the biggest challenge that you would say as a, a working medium that you think you've found? I find the the biggest challenge is, you know, when we do see a lot of light workers on social media and doing their thing, um, they can make things kind of maybe dark or heavy, I think at times. Mm. And I want to make things very positive. I really mm, want to yeah. make things exciting and that it's not all woo woo either, yeah. right? It's very practical. and. And just to bring a sense of maybe realness to it down to earth, you know, we all have bad days and we all feel very stuck at times, you know, but there's so much of that, that we see, why not bring some love and some light and, you know, a little bit of that push. Um, I'm very much a coaching style, right? It, it, it's very coaching. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I'm glad it's that way because why not push someone? Why not help someone? It doesn't have to be so love and light. Uh, you know, there's some toxicity sometimes that yeah. depending on the intention behind it. What is the intention? Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I let people do what they want to do. Um, spirit, spirit's going to discern who they want and who they don't. And we, we don't have to micromanage that. We just have to kind of not step in our way. I think the biggest challenge is maybe just to know, to enjoy your life, to enjoy your physical experience, even though you're being of service. Yeah. And I think that that's important. 
and I think enjoying the the journey that you're on, but also checking in on yourself. Like, I mean, yeah, many people don't know this. I was I was to co- come out to you um, a few years ago, and literally I was stopped in my tracks because my heart decided, hey, you're having a problem, and I had a whole trip planned, and everything was cancelled. Like all, yeah. but that was a moment for me where I had to check in and say, there's George the medium, but then there's George, and. George needs to look after George first because if I'm not good for me, I can't look after anyone else. And I always Mm -hmm. talk about the mask falling on the plane, you know, like they always say, put your mask on before anyone else's. Because if you don't help yourself, you can't help others. But there is the people, I know the one, like the people who do these live readings that are doing these card readings and these people have no training. I mean, I've seen people, you know, do one meditation class by a tarot deck and the next thing they're they're online giving readings and I watch and I think they're the danger that they're putting out there as well so people say well how can you combat that one educations help share what you share knowledge on TikTok as do I like we're giving away free information both of us all the time but people will I'm, I'm like the reason that I do that especially like yourself is to help you know so that people can learn and how to identify not because I want them to book an appointment but I want them to learn so they don't get hurt you know, because yeah. they can hear this really, really bad information. So within that and your journey, then looking at all of that as a medium and, and working, you know, online and doing these these teachings and training, would you say that Kobe, the mentor, is the, the main focus? Like, is that what your kind of soul's purpose is, um, as, as well as being a, a, a medium who reads for people? That's a great question. Uh, let me think about that. I would say, I definitely feel that one of my life's purpose is, is to be strong and practical and logical and to not be airy fairy hmm. because to show people that you can be exactly who you are. You don't Love have it. to be this idea of what someone thinks a medium is. You can be you, yeah. but as long as you're working with love, compassion, empathy, purity, integrity, and you're staying in alignment with spirit, spirit's going to choose you. You don't have to transform, um, but you have to be able to be responsible. I'm very much about responsibility, integrity, you know, mm. Um, I think it's so important. And like you, I'm a big, big believer in training. I know some people say, oh, it's a natural gift. You don't have to. There's a lot of things that are natural gifts, but yes, training is going to hone it. It's going to help kind of give you the guidelines as, as to how to help others in the most responsible way possible. We do have to be responsible about being of service, whether that's a natural gift or not. It's very much about being responsible. So I would say, I would say the true blessing is giving messages. Um, but yeah, the mentoring or the teaching is, I, I'm very passionate about it, but it's certainly not something I saw for my myself or initially. Lisa Williams is the one who was like, um, you're going to teach. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, she, obviously she was right. And yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think for me uh, is I just want I just want to help others. So whether that is giving a message or helping them understand to deliver messages, however spirit wants to use me, I'm here. I think that's probably the most beautiful thing to hear from any person in this movement that I've done the groundwork. 
I still trained, I still learn, I still push myself because if I can do that for me, then I can help you do that for you. Um, yes. And it's even like that. I mean, I um, Lisa's in Scotland next weekend and I signed up for the weekend course and I had medium friends like, oh, you're going to do a course? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, and my first thing that I'm going to make sure that I do is make sure that I get it wrong. And then my friend was like, you want to get it wrong? I was like, if I go there and I get everything right, then I'm not going to learn. Like I, I want to, I'm going to say to Spirit, show me the biggest curveballs that you can to help me push myself because we should be, we should yeah. be continuing to push yourself and develop and grow regardless of, I think if you get to the point in your mind where you think that you know it all, then that's the day that Spirit are going to give you a good smack <laughs> and give you a Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. It is. It is just about continuously. How can I improve? How can I deepen that connection? How can I move outside my comfort zone? Absolutely. What was the, what was the biggest challenge in all of that journey when you went full time into this? What was the part where you, what, or was there a moment where you thought, Oh, goodness me, this, am I, like, was there a panic moment or did you just go like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this? Like, because your business mind is phenomenal. You've, you know, you've been in, had a past of creating a phenomenal business. D was it a panic moment? Oh, there were so many panic <laughs> moments, but uh, so many. But one of the biggest. So as I had my full time job still I was about to leave. I had a car lease at the time that was about to expire. And I needed a place to work from, like to serve spirit from. Yeah. So while I had my job, so in the US, if you have a W-2, uh, that's a, a job and a W-2, it, it's easier to lease a car, right? It's just because okay. it shows a consistent, it shows a consistent income versus uh, being self-employed. Yeah. So while I had this W-2, I went and got a brand new lease. So that was going to give me three more years. And I went and rented a house. I was in a, an apartment at the time, but I wasn't going to be able to read from there uh, or see clients. I rented a house that had a back studio and that's where I was going to see clients and teach. And that was double my rent, my current rent. So okay. here I was doubling my rent and getting a new car. And I wasn't exactly sure like how that income was definitely going to be yep. coming in but uh, my best friend she she came to LA and she saw the house with me and I remember going is this crazy and they had uh, a half a dozen people looking at it and couples and everything and here it was just me and I just went and I worked really hard to let them know that I was going to be responsible I had this and you know, I lived there over three years and never, ever lay on oh. that, nothing. It just, yeah. I worked really, really hard to make it happen, to do what I needed to do. And then like you, I, I left that and then took another leap of faith yeah. to get a commercial building that I've been in over three years and had a one bedroom apartment there. So made my I went from a house to a one bedroom apartment, but then got a commercial space. Ah, okay, wonderful. And then a year and a half ago, I actually gave up that apartment and bought a condominium. 
So, you know, it's each step you got to be able to, yeah. to kind of go. It, it's building blocks. It's building blocks. But I, I just, my, my, my advice for anyone though, who, you know, you're listening to this and you're like, I think there's something more. If you feel or think, yes, there's something more. You're going to have to start listening to it. It's the only way. Take action in some way, but take measured action, right? Don't just go quit everything, creating a massive panic for yourself and then struggling with it and then feeling like that spirit telling yeah. you it's not meant to be because that's not it at all. That's not how it goes down. Any successful person, it didn't just fall in their lap. They worked yeah. really, really hard to make it happen. So continuously work, train, get some business savvy inside, right? Yeah. Get that business savvy because it's going to matter. And, and you absolutely can do it. I, I believe anyone who truly has a calling can absolutely make this happen and make it make it work for themselves. Amen to that. Amen. And I'm the same. Like I know you do the business or, or the business coaching. And I think for anyone that because um, I'm putting a program together for some of my students. And I've had other people who say, hey, I'm not a spiritual business person, but you know, could I jump on this course and stuff? So within that training and, and and I use the Whitney Houston reference again, like she can sing, you know? Yeah. She, yeah. She, she had to train to continue to keep that. Okay. So a question I like to ask people, biggest pinch yourself moment. Like if you had a moment where you could look at your mediumship career or your life just in general, and you say, this is a pinch myself moment where you think, am I really here? Am I, have I just done like, what would be that moment? Like where you could really go, you know, the Oprah aha moment, like kind of like that. Oh my goodness. There, there are so many okay. from traveling the world doing this, but I think one of the, the, the biggest moment years and years ago, when Lisa was in Los Angeles, um, I walked in and I was always helping and volunteering and, and loved being a part of it. And, uh, in her book, she wrote to me, one day we will share the stage. And I thought, oh, wouldn't that be cool? And it was a few years ago now, but we did this large event with a few hundred people at a theater in Hollywood. And it was just walking out on a stage with everyone there. I think for sure that would have been a pinch myself moment. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's been many and beautiful moments and, um, you know, my friend, Cindy Keza, uh, she invited graciously invited me on stage with her to share the stage on a few occasions and, you know, Mavis and, uh, uh, there's so many, um, you know, Paul, Chris, Andy, just, do you know what, real quick too, another, and this is kind of a, a quiet moment, but it really it kind of was a pinch myself moment. It, it mm -hmm. just in a way of Andy Bing is, is an incredible medium and, and yeah. very philosophical. Everybody yeah. knows. And, yeah. and, you know, and I'm, I'm again, I'm a Jersey girl. I, I'm not really going deep into philosophy, even though I have a lot of thoughts and I connect and I talk yeah. to spirits and it's always in alignment. Um, I don't teach philosophy or anything. I, there was one night at the Arthur Finley College, and I just don't know how it happened. I, you know, he and I just started to talk, and he started to ask me, 
maybe my perspective or viewpoints. And I was like, well, this is what I get. This is what I understand from spirit. And it's incredible that we were so in alignment. It was, you know, here's someone, you know, he had studied philosophy up and down and, yep. and here I am just kind of saying, well, based on my connection, this is, and it was so beautiful, it was so freeing. And so, um, nobody else was really listening. It was just us talking. And it, I, I find that to have been such a special moment for me. Mm. And we still talk about it. He and I, um, so I, I don't know, there's a million beautiful pinch myself. I, I pinch myself every day. Yeah. You know, I get so excited. You know, some people will say, Oh, I'm so booked out till next year. Yeah. You know what I'm, you know, I, I open up spots. I try to work, um, as much as I can, but every time I see a client book, I'm, just so grateful and so excited and so honored to have that moment and that time with them. And so, you know, I hope to forever feel this amazing about what we do. So to think about when Colby isn't here, what do you hope is the, the memory or the legacy that you would like to leave behind to help others? Yeah, to help others. I feel like I would love to help others know that they that they felt their loved one around because I brought brought through a message or I brought through a connection. Yeah. And that maybe that that helped them move on or help them understand. But mostly I just hope that anybody walks away saying, you know, she believed in me because there's Every single student I've had the privilege of working with, mm. I truly believe in them. Even those who may go, oh, Kobe's the worst, right? Oh, she is, I hate her. <laughs> but, you know, there is not, there is not one person that I've crossed paths with that I do not wish well, that I do not wish success for, yeah. right? Because we all have our journey. And so for anyone that I've, been in their life, they've been in mine. I hope that either they felt inspired, motivated, regardless of, of something that I said or did, and, and that they feel happy. I feel I hope that people feel happy because of maybe maybe something I I contributed to in their life. I mean, I don't know. That's that's the yeah, best okay. I think we can ask for, right? Yeah, but that's beautiful, like to to hope that whatever you've done is to leave a, a, a kind of small imprint in people's lives. Um, you know, some people would say they want all the big fame and accolades or whatever else. And you're tight. You're, you're this small thing of saying, I just hope I made a difference, you yes. know, like, and, and that's exactly what that said to, to me and to anybody that's going to be listening to this is that all your hope and really through this whole conversation has just been that, the 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 whole underlying tone is that all you've wanted to ever do is just make a difference to help people and i can't think as a medium as a fellow medium we could want anything more and that's beautiful so thank you for thank, thank you. you for your time for <laughs> you know i never know what to expect with these conversations because you know i really want them to just be as natural and i really feel that anyone that's listening to this will really I, I can guarantee that people walk away feeling inspired and uplifted and really then have their own 
hopefully will be their own aha moment. Um, be part of this conversation will help that. So thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you so much. And congratulations on the podcast and the center. And thank you. Just keep creating that change, George. Okay. Yeah. Amen to that. Thank you, Colby. Take care. And everyone who is listening, this is how the best way to find any information is all going to be linked in the comments below. Colby, what's your socials? Let people know how we can find you. Oh, just look for me, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, Psychic Rebel or Colby Rebel, and uh, you guys should be able to find me just fine. And ColbyRebel.com is the website. Amen. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Thank you for listening. Uh, be good to yourself and be kind to one another. <laughs>